it was like a walk-in. A 13th dimensional version of myself was looking at me. My life used to feel like I was stuck on autopilot, trapped in the same thought loops, worries, and fears. Then something major happened. Enter psychedelics. My name is Kat Walsh, and you're listening to Trip On This. Join me as we journey together into these mysterious realms, discussing everything from personal transformation, otherworldly experiences, and practical at-home tips. Welcome, fellow traveler, to the land of limitless possibilities. Welcome back, my friends. It's your host, Kat. Today, I have a solo episode for us around my last big mushroom trip. I have since had like small doses of mushrooms, but my last big one was on August 1st, 2023, and I experienced an ego death. But before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Advanced Myco. All right, if you are interested in growing magic mushrooms, super easy. This company, Advanced Myco, specifically with their shroom bag is for you. If you want to actually hear more about this particular company and how to do the actual growing like step by step, there's another episode that I released where I actually talk to the founders and we go through the entire process. So if you are interested in both that episode, I will link it uh, below in the copy of this episode, but I'll also put the website details and all of that. So yeah, you can kind of learn and see about the whole process, how to do it, and truly how easy it is. For the actual grow bag, head over to advancedmyco.com. It's on the screen and also in the caption, and you can get $5 off your order if you use the code TRIPONTHIS. And then for your actual syringe of the liquid mycelium, which is actually what your mushrooms are going to be, head over to C, as in like the letter C, two as in the number C, myco. Again, it'll be on the screen here or in the caption. That's where you're going to get the the mycelium of the mushrooms that actually grow. There's different types on there. And again, when you go to either website, you can use the code TRIPONTHIS and get $5 off each on each order. So definitely check it out if growing mushrooms is for you. You guys, I had been wanting to experience an ego death <laughs> for a while because I just feel like I talk about it all the time. I talk about ego deaths and ego dissolutions on a psychedelic experience and I'm constantly interviewing people about it. And there was a part of me that just felt like I, I couldn't I couldn't speak from experience. Well, um, <laughs> let me just say, I'm going to break down the whole thing about this. Um, but it was by far the scariest day of my life. So not quite sure why I was like, give me an ego death. Like my ego was, <laughs> I don't know what my, my ego was having a full on meltdown, but there actually was some, a lot of good that came out of it. So I feel like this is going to be an interesting episode for people that, uh, certainly, if you've been listening to Trip on this, I have had so many wonderful, amazing, otherworldly, mystical experiences. Magic mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms has been my reconnection back to my divine source, back to the divine source, back to myself, back to myself as the divine, right? All of these things. And uh, and I've also had really challenging trips, but I've never, well, yeah, I have had one scary experience and that was the first, my first 
psilocybin journey ever. I was 16 and I did it all wrong. Oh my God, if there was a handbook of like all the things not to do on a mushroom trip, that's what I did. Uh, but not this time. This was a whole different type of scary and I'm gonna talk about it on this. As I was about to start telling the story, I had this major fear come over me. Like it felt like something just like clamped around my heart. This has been happening a lot lately. Every time I'm ready to say some big truths for myself, I'm feeling like visceral, like a stopping. And yet like there's also a part of me that's very empowered to move forward. I thought this episode was going to be easier for me to talk about and I guess maybe it's not meant to be. So I think I'm going to change my tone actually a little bit and just invite you in now. I'm going to invite you in to my process. I'm going to invite you into my life a little bit more. I'm feeling emotional suddenly. Um, I think I'm just going to roll with it and see what happens because this is just what's happening. So I, like I was mentioning, like I've, I took a radical leap of faith, as many of you know, to use my voice in December 2020 when I started trip on this and the journey of trust and surrender has gotten so much easier. And yet I'm at a crossroads right now in my life and have been basically like, I feel like there, there hasn't been any like steady foundation under me really for, for close to three years now. So part of my devotion and part of my spiritual life is an anchoring for myself to, to not like lose it. Like, because there's so much unknown that I'm experiencing and there's so much change and there's so much inner shifts that want to move through me and truth and honesty. And it's like this, a person that I know, like I keep just going through these like mini deaths within myself, even before this ego death on a psych, on a, on a psilocybin journey, I have been going through on a massive ego death in my life. I mean, nothing in my life looks like it did in 2020. My friends, my, where I live, my outlook in life, the way that I move through the world, my career, quite literally everything that was built before I had a spontaneous mystical awakening that literally turned on the lights to realms that I never knew existed. I channel, by the way, I don't, I don't think I've ever just like say that like out loud. I channel spirit all the time. I'm very clear audience. I hear messages constantly. And um, I've been very like reserved in saying that. And because I've always been so afraid of like being gaslit and humiliated and stuff. And so I know I kind of like peppered it in, but so I'm I'm in a, I'm in a step phase right now of my life of just like own it cat just fucking say it girl like just say what is true for you, um and I'm I'm talking about this right now I don't even know if I'm gonna add this in like the trip on this episode I think I'm just talking right now I'm saying this right now because trip on this is changing and that's gonna be a, an update that's coming later but it's gonna be more than just psychedelics it was going to be a part of it but it's going to be more than that because it really is the expansion of our consciousness as in general, is the thing that lights me up. How to life better and understand ourselves and how our, our, our relationship to, our, to each other and the world and, you know, all that kind of stuff is like the thing that lights me up. So I've been in a constant prayer 
to just put me on the path, constantly praying. And my biggest prayer for my life is to help others, to help guide by clumsily doing it myself and then just talking about what I'm doing and what I'm learning, that we can trust in the unseen, that we can trust in a deeper part of ourself that has ourself. I, I'm, I'm, for me, it is something beyond. It is the, the universe, consciousness itself, the invisible fab nature, like the signs and synchronicities, whatever the thing that animates everything here is what I call the divine, right? That is my word for that. And all of the un, the things that science can't prove, all the miracles that happen on this earth, constant, we are constantly witnessing miracles. And the more that I have stepped onto my spiritual path, the more that I have put my trust in the messages and the intuitive voice that I'm hearing, when it doesn't make sense at all, when it makes no sense to the mind, and I do it anyway, I witness miracles, you guys. And, and not only miracles in like what's happening, the miracle that's happening inside of myself. I'm, I am so proud of myself. I'm like, I look at myself and I look up to myself. I see myself as a role model and that is an amazing thing to say. That is, I never felt like that about myself ever. You know, I, I always had confidence, but I never like really looked in the mirror and said, wow, I'm so proud of you. The way that you can just stand there and tell the truth. I have talked about so many personal things that I thought I would take to the grave. <laughs> like it's wild. And so, and that has all been attributed because it has been an opening of my heart ultimately. And that I'm not doing this alone. And that I know for myself that I am constantly being guided. And that there are, that there's another path available for everyone. Because I was for sure super stuck and I just, you know, worked corporate jobs and I was always stressed and I was always tired and I always thought I had to do it all myself and, you know, all that stuff. And um, it's been a big shift. Okay, so I think I just needed to say that to give you more of, I guess, more context. I now come back to this ego death experience I've had. Many times before on a psychedelic experience, particularly mushrooms, I have flirted with ego death experiences. I have been brought extremely close to them. And I, every time I got to the place of, are you ready to let go of this life? Could you let go now and trust? I always chose life. I did not surrender. I fought with every ounce of me for life. Why? And, and, there were, and there was so much I learned from those experiences too. Even though there would be parts of me that would get down on myself, I would absolutely get down on myself that I couldn't surrender and couldn't trust. And then I would have to say, of course, girl. I mean, who, the fact that like what, you don't want to just like go willingly, you know, into spirit is completely normal. And it made me very grateful to be alive. 
you know, like gratitude is definitely a signature since I've been on the psychedelic path is the immense gratitude I feel every day, no matter what is happening in my life. So yeah, so I flirted with death a lot and I never chose it. I never surrendered and, and the mushrooms never forced my hand, if you will. Some people on a psychedelic get forced into, they, you just die on, a, on an ego, like an ego death. Like people just experience themselves dying. They thought they died on a trip. They thought they were dead and that's that. Um, but I didn't experience that. I experienced the, the choice. Like I was always just given a choice by, by the mushrooms. That wasn't this time. <laughs> that was not this time. I I thought I was going to be taking an eighth of mushrooms, by the way. 3.5 grams. That's what I wanted to take. That's what, what, what my mind wanted to take because that's usually my favorite dose for a psychedelic trip. I'm like, not too far out there, but I am tripping. You know, I'm definitely traveling on 3.5 grams. Um, but there's, a, there's still like a sense of lightness and fun for me at least that I've experienced on 3.5 grams and so I would thought like yeah totally let me let me just do that and every time I would I was like getting ready that day I was getting like all psyched for my you know what was going to be my big trip I did it alone um, I wouldn't obviously recommend big trips for people alone when they're new but I've done probably over a hundred mushroom trips at this point and I trust myself and oftentimes I like to be alone for myself because I like to cry freely and be as weird as I want to be without having anybody around me. And, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it really is about trusting yourself and what you need. Um, but again, I really highly recommend if you're just listening to this and you're new, relatively new, have someone, if not, if not literally with you, like ready to come over at any moment that's done this before. I was in the shower getting ready and I kept being like, okay, we're going to have 3.5 grams. Right. And I just felt stillness in myself. And when I feel just stillness, um, it's usually because it's not cor correct. Like I get a very obvious yes when it's a yes. And when I say something and it feels extremely still inside me, but not in a, like a peaceful still, but kind of like a, we're not, that's not correct. It, it's hard to explain, but I just know, I get, I know the, <laughs> the sensation in me and the it was kind of like silence and I was like okay and I kind of ignored it by the time I was getting to my mushrooms it basically it said to me we want you to eat all of them that's in this mason jar I was like all of them I was like wait a minute wait a minute I was just like all of them and of course my heart started to pound and the thing is the thing that has been the thing that has been the game changer for me is that I follow the directions when I get them. When it feels very clear, I'll check in, I'll ask, I'll, you know, like basically like ask different questions to clarify, like, am I hearing this correctly, this pull? And lo and behold, yes. And so then it was like, okay. And I was like, okay, well, let me measure out what I'm taking then. It was 6.7 grams of uh, albino Avery's. I happen to grow these albino Avery's myself. So these were also very personal mushrooms. And so I was like, okay, trust and surrender, right? I'm going to trust. And mind you, I have taken a 9.25 gram experience, which was the other time I flirted with my ego death. This one felt like, I don't know, I just wasn't expecting to have this big of a journey that day. And I was like, all right, you know what? I know I can 
handle it. And, and the thing is, is that I also didn't want to like, just have a lay down eyes closed experience. I wanted to just go with the flow. I wanted to see what it looked like with my eyes open. I wanted to literally do what I wanted, honestly, during the, on this trip. And usually, by the way, I make a tea and I did not make a tea. I just ate them straight up. So like, that's a lot for the body to process. 6.7 grams, like just eating mushrooms. Okay. I'm the mushrooms are now coming on. Okay. It's feeling like a normal mushroom trip. You know, everything's starting to move. It's starting to look really cool. And I was like, all right, let me go. Let me get my water. Let me get my, you know, get situated here and just sit outside for a little bit and just like sit and meditate. And it all started very like quote normal, like a very familiar mushroom trip. I immediately am already traveling as I close my eyes within 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and I'm channeling my guides, right? So like it's a mix of galactic family and angels and ancestors. Like it feels kind of like a cumulative messages coming in. And basically like it was all around how it was a, a clearing of my frequency. Um, of my consciousness actually. And it was talking about how it was moving through my body to like supercharge my cells. This is going to sound so far out there to people, but this is what the message is, is saying to me is that it was, it was supercharging my cells to receive, to step into abundance that it was basically burning away a lot of dense energy and patterns from not just this life, but other lives and like karmic, karmic energy that it was needing, that was going through and clearing. It was extremely sexual at certain points, like very sensual. I was like extremely turned on at certain points and it just felt awesome. Like it felt like the universe was going into every one of my mitochondria and just boosting it with energy. And so that went on for about an hour, I guess. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then like after that, I just kind of sat out on the, you know, sat out in the sun a little bit. I'm looking at golfers that were like off in the distance. I'm pondering life. And then I start feeling a little nauseous. And I was like, yeah, no worries. Okay, fine. Like I'm a little nauseous. I ate a bunch of mushrooms. Okay, guys, nausea, moderate nausea then turns to, okay, I'm really nauseous. I don't feel well. And so I was like, well, here we are. I'm feeling like crap. I ate tons of mushrooms and I probably should have made it tea. And that's that. And so I then moved to the couch. I'm trying to like lay down. I don't know what to do with myself. Now, obviously a lot happened in between, but this is the acute stage, right? I don't understand what's happening now. Okay. I'm, I don't understand that I'm about to have, I, I don't understand that I'm, what I'm experiencing is a slow, gradual ego death. Okay. You know, sometimes people just like get to it and die. Mine was like a two hour slow death. And oh my God, you guys, because my ego mind is so insistent on sticking around. Okay. That is, that is why even all the times before when I was like flirting with death, I was just like, nope, <laughs> not today. What it felt like in the beginning of this extremely slow death was just this feeling that something was wrong. It just felt like off, couldn't explain it, didn't know why it was off, 
couldn't, couldn't even, I kept asking, I was talking to myself out loud, like what's wrong Kat? I mean, I was saying like all the right things I could to myself, but the thing that I didn't understand is that it doesn't matter all the, the good things that you're saying to yourself when your ego doesn't, when I don't realize that it's almost a countdown, the ego is now suspecting that something is up, but I don't get what's happening yet. So I don't, there's a part of me that doesn't get it. I know this is very abstract, so stay with me guys. It becomes more and more alarming. I start to have a literal crisis. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm having a crisis of faith. I'm having a crisis of faith about psychedelics. I'm freaking out about everything because I'm, I'm now, I'm now going into a panic state and I can't even describe why. I have no clue why I'm panicking. And this is why I'm having this crisis about psychedelics because it was so unpleasant in this panicking that I was in. And yet, if you looked at me, you'd be like, what's wrong? I'd be like, I have no idea. It gets so acute. Now, now this is moments before literal wipeout central, okay? Oh, okay, okay, I'm gonna say this later. Uh, wipeout, I mean, I'll, I'll get to what I mean by that wipeout central. I'm now freaking out. I'm like freaking out on the couch and I'm like, okay, I rip off all my clothes, you guys. I safely walk myself to the shower and I just lay down in the bath and I'm having the water hit me. And I am now going through the scariest time of my life, straight up. By the way, there's a happy ending to this, but I wanna like give it to you real. I wanna give it to you real because, because you deserve to hear the real. I have never been so scared in my life in the shower because the, the speed now of which what I don't understand is that my ego is literally being dissolved, but it's slow. So I don't know if I have this analogy right now. If you ever saw the movie Free Guy and he's like running and like they're, they're like erasing the code. And so like literally the, the bridge and everything that he's running on is actually disappearing because like the whole, the whole code is disappearing. That's what it felt like, but in my head. I'm in a straight up panic. I'm thinking to myself, what do I do? Do like what I even if I went to like the the emergency room, what would they do? What would I say? Literally, like please put me to sleep. That's I was going through every scenario like that. Like can would they ever? Can they just put me in in like anesthesia until I fall out like that or fall asleep? Like because I couldn't sleep, I couldn't rest. I was in panic central, guys. I thought I was losing my mind. It went through that, you know, like the, the the classic thing that people would be afraid of on a psychedelic of, am I losing my mind right now? And that's kind of, that's what it felt like. And because I was, I was losing my mind. I was losing my ego. I, I, I was losing the mechanism that the part of me, but it was hold, it was trying to hold on for dear life. And I didn't know how else not to do it. I didn't know how else, like, I couldn't, like, I was just like, let me surrender and let this happen. Like, let me just lose my mind, you know? Like, no, that was not, that, that was not, an, that didn't feel like an option, okay? I get out of the shower finally, because that's not helping. I'm in the towel. I'm on, like, where the bed is. And I just, I can feel just, I, whether I had, like, a vasovagal or something, I just, all of a sudden, my entire system turned off for a second. Like, whoosh, like, I went whited out, it's not blacked out, whited out in one moment. And then suddenly I was back. And here's where it gets, here's where it gets like otherworldly. I'm now in this state of what feels like a, a I'm given this analogy, but I'm going to give it to you now, a computer getting shut down. The data is shutting down. I literally, it, everything wipes as like a computer into white. 
And then within a second, I'm rebooted. And all I know is I just sit myself onto the bed and I just lay on the bed. And it was the first time I laid there in peace. I hadn't been in peace now. I couldn't even like lay down. I couldn't stop squirming. I couldn't stop everything. And now, so I went from girl, woman losing her mind to suddenly I'm in absolute stillness after this, this quick moment of like, like a clear. And I am now on the bed and I'm and there's silence, absolute silence. And then I hear the voice as the calm is coming through and I'm just feeling such gratitude for just the fact that I can lay here calmly. The voice begins and says, the activation is complete. Now it's just, by the way, you guys, a stream of consciousness that felt like it wasn't me, like channeling, channeling it, receiving it, because it's now, it's the voice, it's my voice, but it's not from, this is now just information explaining what happened now is coming through. And it says, we're very sorry that that had to be so like basically violent for you and scary, but similar to a computer that needs to be rebooted. Basically, every time they had given me the option to go up to Apple and hit, you know, <laughs> like restart or like shut down, um, I never took that option is, is kind of what is, it's explaining to me. I never took the option of like willingly allowing myself to be let go and to surrender. And so it basically said, so we needed to like heart, like what is that? Like hard turn off you basically like, you know, when you just hold down the on off button until you force off, force off, basically they were like, we needed to like force off you so that, because the thing is you need in order to receive the intention and the activation and the blessings that are, that went through you earlier you needed to be restarted, <laughs> like basically is what it was saying um, in the same. And it kept bringing me back to computers. Like computers are very um, big in this. And what they were and what they were saying, and I say they because it felt like like multiple, um, multiple energies. What they were saying was that like similar, similar to a computer that that eventually like that has like cachet on it. Right. Cookies and cachet. It was like I had cookies and cachet on my actual consciousness um, from past lives, old patterns, different things that basically there was too much like density and stuff like malware almost and malware and um, what do they call like corrupt data is what they said, like corrupt data in my system that all of my prayers, all the things that I'm trying to call into myself um, basically it wasn't going to happen in this timeline with all of that shit on me because it was, because it's not about hoping and praying and saying the right things, but it's actually around literally what our frequency is, how it's vibrating, how it's moving, what it, what it's, what it's magnetically pulling into itself. They finished what the, what they had started out to do. And again, they apologized for how scary it was for human cat to go through that. Then I stood up. You guys, it was like, here's somebody who's, I'm, I literally am losing it to absolute serenity and peace within two minutes of themselves. One minute, inconsolable. The next, 
I am like the most centered. I am seeing a praying mantis in my eyes right now. Warrior, but like at peace. You know how still they are? You know how like majestic they are? And so I'm looking in the mirror and I'm taking stock of myself and I'm just looking at myself and it didn't feel like, it felt like, do I just say this out loud? Actually, they just told me. Oh my God, it's so hard for me to say this because people are gonna be like, what the fuck, Kat? They basically said, like, it was like a walk-in almost, like a 13th dimensional, the, a 13th dimensional version of myself was looking at me. It was like, I am you, we are you. In future timelines, I mean, they didn't even try to explain. All I knew is this is me, but a 13th dimensional version of me, not from earth, <laughs> okay? And I could see my face kind of like morphing, just very, and obviously I was, I still had mushrooms. So like that kind of like etheric uh, look, but it was, it was quite, it was quite unusual, you guys. I don't know what else to say about it, but it was quite unusual and, and real, certainly. And I don't want to say just like real for, okay, it's real for myself. I can't make it real for anybody else because how could it, how could it be? How could anybody's experience be real for you except you, right? Then I was like buoyant. I was in the best mood of my life because I just I just kept saying thank you so much for bringing me back. I was so terrified that I was like, uh-oh, this is it. Game over. Done. I've lost my mind. And to be fully restored with such a level of clarity first was the first gift. But that night I wept about how terrifying it was and how scary it was for me. How that was the and I just cried for that part of myself and I didn't journal about it actually for three or four days. Like I needed, I needed time to just let that land. I didn't know what was going to be next. And it's impossible to say this equals that experience. But what I can say is ever since that journey, life has opened up so many extraordinary opportunities for me that it blows my mind. I had set the intention that I wanted to uh, public speak more. And I just suddenly started to get so many opportunities to public speak, to event host, to I'm going to Miami to speak at Wonderland. I mean, the bounty of blessings that I have received since then has kind of blown my mind. And so can I say, is it coincidence? For some. Is it for me? Of course not. Every day I hear every everything is a step. You know, I'm so grateful for this experience because I feel like having a psychedelic podcast and being able to talk about this, that I can speak from such a place of authority so much more now. So that when people are talking about oh, bad trips or challenging trips, I'm like, there can be straight up terrifying experiences. And the most mind-blowing blissful experiences with God itself, you know, with the divine, with nature, with whatever you want to call it, such otherworldly magic can happen. The connections that we have to, to beings and spirits and angels, for me, that is quite present in the room that many people see and experience, you know, I won't say what is or what's not. I, for me, it's real. For me, what I'm experiencing is absolutely that. For you listening, you might go, Kat, it's a fabrication of your mind. Like, okay, to each their own, right? But I think that's the thing that I was wanting to maybe preface before is 
is just wanting to like say what's true for me. And of course, always be like, of course, I'm never going to say anything with absolute truth. This is the way it is. Like that's what's gotten everybody in trouble with religion, right? My God's better than yours. This is the way it is. You're only my way, blah, blah, blah. Like not going to do that. No way. And because I don't believe that either. I believe that we literally make our own experiences. The more you believe something is true, it becomes true. That is what it means to create our own realities. The more you believe in miracles, the more you see them. If you think shitty things only happen to you, guess what you get? Shitty things all the time. If you constantly think that like, I'm just, I can't, I meet so many amazing people all the time. Like, what do you think that you get served up? The re, it, it just reinforces. I mean, man, we are amazing. We literally are magic. We are magicians. We think something and can literally create it into the world. It's just, it doesn't feel magical anymore because it feels like that's just what we do. But like, what other animal does that? You know, I mean, there's other highly intelligent animals, but they don't have, dolphins are highly, highly intelligent, but they can't build a building. Not that we know of at least, right? <laughs> like, I don't think so. We are the only animals that are quite literally, we pull down insight, an idea, wherever that comes, right? We pull it down and then we manifest it. We create it. Anyway, I know this episode's, uh, <laughs> it's out there, but you know, triple news, baby. You know how it is. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this. Definitely reach out to me if you've had ego death experiences. This is, by the way, I want to say, final note, is that I've heard, because of because I've interviewed so many people now, an ego death experience does not need to look like this. Some people have blissful, amazing ones. It actually feels like they've died, feels like they've gone to heaven, they, you know what I mean? Like people have experienced themselves literally on the other side. That's what so many people, when they actually do let themselves quote, die in an experience, the beauty and the bliss that awaits them is so amazing. So there's so many ways that we can experience these ego deaths, but I did want to bring light to mine because I didn't know this was a version of an ego death. I didn't know that because I thought it was going to actually feel like, oh, I'm leaving earth. You know, like my idea of death was like, and here I'm dying. And then I, whatever happens, I didn't realize like the erasing of myself was also like, that's an ego dissolution, just like a very unpleasant one. <laughs> so yeah, a little caveat there. Anyway, much love you guys, much love as always. And yeah, if you're not following me on socials, please do so. It's life with Cat Walsh everywhere. Life with Cat Walsh. I don't have been asking people to do that. If you don't subscribe to the uh, podcast yet, definitely do so. Uh, there's going to be changes, like I was mentioning. It's going to broaden out from just psychedelics when it comes to season four. I'm putting out the intention right now that I need help right now with this podcast. I've been doing everything, and I it's not serving me the busyness of it. And so I'm needing, I'm wanting, yeah, somehow the the means to be able to hire an editor and a producer, like a part time producer, and like a social person to get it all up there. Um, right now I don't have the finances to actually hire all those people. So right now I'm just putting on the intention. Now you guys know about it. I don't know if it's a studio behind it, right? Like the studio behind trip on this. I don't know you guys stick around for the journey. It's always ever expanding. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>